Coming up on today's show, I'm going to be speaking with Raina Telgemeier. She's author and illustrator of the graphic novels Smile, Drama, Sisters, and Ghosts, and so many others. Hi, Raina. Hi. I read about you in the paper. The book that I think resonated for me was the book Guts. Having come from a backstory of anxiety and fear of public speaking and all this stuff, I thought, oh my gosh, I wish this book was around when I was little. Mm. I wish it was around when I was little, too. And I think that's that's one of the main things that motivates me to write is, you know, what, what do I wish existed when I was a kid? And I was an anxious kid, too. So a book like this would have meant the world to me when I was that age. Do you look at what you're doing now and think, I'm sure you do, this is probably so healing for you still and also for all these other kids? Yeah, I mean, it's the stuff that I write now, it's often takes place 20, 30 years in the past. And so as, uh, you know, having been through teenage years and then adult years, that means I've had a lot of time to process the things that happened to me as a kid. And in the case of anxiety, I've done a lot of work on that part of myself in the last five years or so. And so I think that gave me some of the tools that I needed to write the story. I've been a published author for about a dozen years now, but I wasn't ready to write that story until recently. So, um, you know, I think I think about myself now and what I want to say, and I think about the kid that I was and what she might want to hear, and then somewhere in between, stories happen. So what was it that transpired, if you don't mind me asking, that made you decide to write that book, Guts? <laughs> well, I wrote a book previous to Guts called Ghost, and that's a fictional story, and it features a character who has anxiety, and it's just kind of part of her personality and the plot. It's not a story about that, but that's who the character is. And so when I was on tour for that book, I was talking about the plot and the characters, and I would mention that Kat, the main character, suffers from anxiety, and then I would tell the audiences, and you know, that's something that she and I have in common. Mm -hmm. I suffer from anxiety, too. Mm -hmm. And Often it was the grown-ups in the audience that would go, wait, 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 you talk about that some more? Because I know a kid who's sitting next to me who who feels that way, and like maybe you can speak about that, your experiences. So I could tell that people were interested in that subject, and it was something I had sort of toyed with writing about for years, but didn't, like I said, I didn't have the tools at the time. So having been through some pretty intensive therapy where I was doing targeted strategy things to like combat the fears and to combat some of my tendencies was really helpful just as you know me being human being living my life but it also gave me a little bit more insight on what I was dealing with as a kid and what you know my parents and my therapist at the time may have said to me so I was coming at it from kind of multiple points of view the the person who now understands this kind of talking to the kid who did not yes Great perspective. I know, I feel so lucky to have it. I mean, it makes you so authentic, Raina. It's not easy. (laughs) (laughs) Not much. You know, it's it's putting a lot onto the page that maybe you don't want to share with people, and maybe you're a little bit ashamed of, or maybe feels uncomfortable. It's so vulnerable. Oh, yeah. But I've found that, you know, over the course of my career, the more vulnerable I'm willing to be with my readers, the better... They feel the better they respond um, and the more authentic conversations I get to have with them. 
And I could not wish for anything more cool than that. I love having that is super conversations cool. with kids about who they are and how they feel, too. What is the age group that you typically address? It ends up being middle grade, which is targeted as 8 to 12, but I've found that my books skew both younger and older. Younger, probably because of the pictures and because they're, you know, bright and welcoming. They look like cartoons and they're about kids. And I, I know kids sometimes read aspirationally. They want to read about kids a little bit older than they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of my readers are just learning to read <laughs> for the first time. So Great. I have fans who are six and fans who are seven. Aww. I have a few fans who are toddlers. And they Aww. like having the books read to them. I know it's adorable. And because toddlers, like, pick up on something that they really like, I have (laughs) phone calls from my friends saying, yep, my three-year-old wanted me to read Smile for the 79th time. (laughs) So So cute. But I I find that I I have a lot of readers that are my age. They're in their 40s or they're in their 30s or they're, you know, they they grew up in the same era as I did. So they recognize a lot of the kind of Easter eggs in the background and Mm -hmm. the cultural references that I subtly place in there. Love it. And then I have grandparents who are reading the books with their kids or their grandkids and they're like lots of adults who work in schools or libraries or who are parents are just lucky and happy to be able to have these conversations with their kids that maybe there wasn't an easy pathway to talking about something like anxiety but having a book that everybody can share and everybody can discuss seems really helpful. Sure is. So tell me a little bit about your backstory as far as when you first decided you wanted to be a writer? Well, I've been writing for most of my life, and I discovered, you know, diary writing and journaling when I was about six because I had an assignment in my first grade class that was, okay, the teacher's going to give you each a little diary, and she will write a question to you one day, and the next day you'll answer her question. And then she'll respond to that. So it was like this little dialogue that I had back and forth with my um, first grade teacher, Miss Stupenkopf. <laughs> she has this great <laughs> name. And uh, I started illustrating my entries. And she would always comment and say, nice drawing. Or, oh, I didn't realize that you were upset at the library yesterday. So it was like having this like conversation that. in this private space. And then I sort of, um, I just enjoyed that so much. It's like how I learned to write and how I learned to communicate. And then I continued to write in a diary and then a journal through the end of college. So those were always illustrated, too. So here I am writing about my life, telling stories about my life that nobody's ever going to (laughs) read. And I'd I'd go to school or I'd, you know, enter a contest or something. And it was like, write a story. I didn't know how to write a story. So I thought that if you were a writer, you had to have an imagination and be able to, you know, think, and fantasy and make stuff oh. up and I'm terrible at that and it didn't even occur to me that what I was doing every single day for myself was writing and storytelling and that you know memoir is a genre yes. and personal narrative is a genre and autobiography is a genre I wish I'd known that sooner but I don't know I started reading a lot of sort of personal comics mm-hmm. when I was a teenager and just fell in love with writers like Linda Berry Yes. And I loved the comic strip for better or for worse. Oh, my favorite. I love that one. <laughs> it was just like a slice of life family strip. And mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was funny, but it was also really poignant and insightful. And the way that the characters grew and changed over the years was just astonishing. Yes. And that was just kind of part of my DNA. So 
I don't know. I think I was probably 16 or 17 when I decided I want to be a cartoonist for sure, but I don't quite know what the right steps to take are. Um, and for me, I just started to make them all the time, and eventually I started showing them to people, and that was that was a big part of it, was finally, you know, being brave enough to share my work with others, and people responded positively. It's so fantastic. Really kind of ne- never stopped, yeah. How has the um, pandemic affected you, or has it? It has and it hasn't. It's really interesting. I've been working from home since 2005. Mm-hmm. I've been full-time freelance for a very long time. So my day-to-day is not that different. I, you know, get up and don't change out of my pajamas and <laughs> answer email. And, then and I do radio interviews. My... <laughs> What's that? And I do radio interviews in my pajamas. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no one can see me. Exactly. So I'm, I'm used to being at home. I'm used to um, making my own schedule and having to be my own disciplinary force because <laughs> mm-hmm. no one else is going to do it. So I tend to have deadlines that are like, okay, this book is due in two years. Good. That's it. <laughs> so yeah. I, I have to be the one to figure out, you know, week to week, month to month, what I'm capable of, what the breakdown's going to be, where I need to take breaks. And so I've, I've just gotten really good at that. But I am also used to doing a lot of travel for work. So my entire calendar this year obviously got wiped out. I was supposed to be in Australia this past week and New Zealand oh. today. Oh. <laughs> today was the day I was supposed to fly there. Um, and I was going to be there for two weeks total. And it was, you know, that was going to be nice. I oh, I hope you can reschedule. Yeah. Probably next week. Not next week. What am I saying? Next ne- year. Next year. If I'm fortunate enough. Yeah. So I've, um, I've had to slow down and that's been kind of a blessing for me because mm-hmm. I don't slow down very often. My, my job is half introvert and half extrovert, and now it's introvert, and I have to find a way for the extrovert parts to exist. So Got that it. means FaceTiming with my friends and with my family and doing a lot of communicating in different ways. And, you know, I have, like, a game that I'm playing with my friends online, and we're, we're talking about it constantly. And so I feel like I'm still getting the social interaction. That's good. Yeah, and I have cats. So it's not like I'm completely by myself. <laughs> I don't know. I, I see that it's affecting the industry that I work in, and I'm hopeful that things on the other side are still, you know, vibrant and that comics are still enjoyed by readers. And, you know, things are going to change, but I, I'm confident that we're all going to kind of figure it out. Yes, I agree. Anything you would like people to know about your latest book? Well, Guts is my latest. Mm-hmm. And I have gotten an overwhelmingly positive response from people who share my fears, share my anxieties, share my worries. And maybe they've never talked to somebody about it. And I've gotten a remarkable set of emails and letters and feedback from people. So I love hearing from people. I love sharing. I love knowing that they've discovered that they're not alone. That's why I wrote the book. I wanted people to know that they're not alone in this and that it always helps to reach out to somebody. So I hope that it helps. That's great. In some small way, yeah. I'm sure it will. I mean, especially when people are younger. I know I was extremely insecure. My mom would say, go up on the stage, really, the kids, you know. we were in, I was living in New York City, and I look at her like, no way. <laughs> gonna, <laughs> no way. My butt was glued to the seat. There's no way. And... You know, you kind of have to work on that, and it takes a while, even through adulthood. And it's it's an interesting journey, but you have to be willing to take it. True. 
Where can people find out more about you? My website is GoRaina.com. G-O-R-A-I-N-A dot com. And that's my handle pretty much everywhere. So Twitter and Instagram, and it's, it's easy to find me. Fantastic. Thank you so much, and congratulations on your book. I'm really enjoying you you know, your, your work. It's great. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. My pleasure. 